0: Hi, I'm Phil Newman, and welcome to the Impact Online Podcast. We are so glad you're here. Well, hey, everyone, it's great to have you with us today. Really got a word on my heart. I believe it's for you in this season, believing for God to do great things, no matter what you're facing, no matter what you and your circumstances are in right now. Remember, God's got a great plan and God's got a great purpose for you. I want to read to us today from Mark chapter 4, 35. It says this, That day when evening came, he, speaking of Jesus, said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side. A relatively, if you like, simple, easy plan. So they went over the other side, leaving the crowd behind. They took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with them and a furious storm came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, teacher, don't you care if we drown? And he got up and he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, quiet, be still. And then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? And they were terrified and asked each other, who is this that even the wind and the waves obey him? You know, this day is kind of a very practical story, but so much kingdom and faith principles can be found. You know, there were three types of people involved in this storm this this evening. Says there were number one, the people on the shore. There are people who are watching from the shore, looking at the storm, experiencing the storm from, if you like, the safety and security of the shore. Now, I grew up not ever being on a boat. I wasn't, didn't come from a boat family, and so I kind of liked being on the shore. And even now, when I get on a boat, it's like the learning curve is steep. I'm still learning fast how to navigate, how to do things, on a boat, there is a whole lot of safety and security about having your two feet firmly planted on the shore. If you like, it is secure, it is safe, it's definitely predictable. I would even say it's comfortable. There's a lot of comfort being on the shore, but the problem is, if you like the crowd on the shore, when the storm comes and the storm goes, you haven't moved, you're right where you started. And that's one of the problems with navigating life, living life with comfort, is you don't go anywhere. The second group of people who are navigating this storm are the people in the other boats, the people on the shore not going anywhere, the people in their own boats out on the water, driving along the boat that Jesus was in there, going to the same destination, but they're doing it without the presence of Jesus. If you like, they are navigating the storm in their own strength. They are being literally self-sufficient. They're trying to go somewhere in their own ability. When you navigate a storm, are you doing it in your own strength, with your own ability, with your own capacity, with your own strength? And obviously the third type of people are the people in the boat, the people in the boat with Jesus, going somewhere, doing what He's called them to do and directed them to do but doing it with His protection and rest. See, having Jesus in your boat, Jesus in your business, Jesus in your health, Jesus in your marriage, Jesus in your mental health, Jesus in your church, Jesus in every area of your life. When the storm comes, you have his protection and his rest. See, storms happen. Let's just accept that, let's understand that, let's even own that, that storms happen. And when a storm happens, you can either navigate it from the shore and the comfort that it offers, but end up going nowhere. You can navigate it on a boat, but doing it in your own ability, in your own strength, or you can navigate the storm with the protection and the rest made available only by having Jesus in your boat. See, storms happen. You can either hide from it, navigate it in your, own journey, in your own strength, or journey through it with Jesus. See, no matter what you're facing, and I know there are some people watching today and you are in crisis. Your storm is happening right now. You can either try to avoid it, get through it in your own strength, or journey through it with Jesus and come out with an incredible testimony of how His protection and His rest helped you get there. Storms happen when a storm presents itself soon, this year, next year, in years to come. Will I navigate this storm by avoiding it, but not going anywhere, trying to get through it, but doing it in my own strength, or always navigating a storm, journeying a storm, going through a storm, with the help and the protection of Jesus. See, in Matthew 7, we read this. It says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came, the storms rose, the winds blew, sounds like a storm to me, and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish builder who built his house on sand. The rain came, the streams rose and the winds blew, same storm, and against the house and it fell with a great crash. See, storms happen, both houses, storms happen. Let's accept it and understand it. The difference is, do you have Jesus in your boat? Do you have Jesus with you in the storm? And if you have Jesus, there is so much to celebrate about. See, the moment we're speaking about celebration, and for me as a church, it really speaks to the tone of our church at the moment that we aren't tired, we aren't doom and gloom, we aren't weary, but we have a sense of zeal and celebration and optimism and hope for what God has done, what God is doing and what God is doing in the future. And we can still have that hope and that celebration, even if there is a storm, because with Jesus in the storm, there is so much to still celebrate. See, 1 Thessalonians 5 says rejoice always, not just when there isn't a storm. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, even suffering, even storms, even trouble, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. James 1, 2, count it all joy. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials, storms of various kinds. I wanna encourage you today, I wanna speak about three things that no matter what storm you are facing right now or what storm you will face, you can still celebrate if Jesus is in your boat with you in your storm. Number one, you can celebrate rest. Celebrate rest. I get it, I got a three-year-old, Jesus was asleep in the boat. Sometimes I can think of nothing I'd rather do than just to nod off and have a nap, but never during church. I'm watching, never during church, but Jesus fell asleep on a pillow. I want you to think about the other boats, the other boats in this storm and the mental health, the anxiety, the stress level in the other boats. It was bad enough for the 12 disciples in the boat with Jesus. Think about all of the other men, probably even the men of faith in other boats when they didn't have Jesus. Think of the stress level, think of the anxiety, think of the unrest in their souls. 1 Peter 5 says this: Therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. In the amplified it says, set aside actually set aside self-righteous pride so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service at the appropriate time, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns once and for all on capital H, him, for he cares about you with deepest affections and watches over you very carefully. The thing is, when you're in a storm, you have very legitimate fears, concerns, anxieties, and worries, you have a very legitimate reason to have unrest, yet because you have Jesus, you can cast what gives you unrest onto Him who gives you rest, and you can actually experience supernatural rest in spite of circumstance, in spite of the storm, right in the middle of a storm, you can nod off just like Jesus did today. See Psalm fifty-five twenty-two says, cast your cares on the Lord and He will sustain you. Jesus gives you rest by removing burdens that you were never designed to carry. Jesus gives you rest by reminding you who He is. Jesus gives you rest by reminding you who you are. Jesus gives you rest by reminding you what He can do. All He has to do is speak to the waves. All He has to do is speak to your storm. All He has to do is exercise the authority that only He has. And every knee in heaven on the earth and under the earth must bow. Why? Because He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Number one, in the middle of your storm, if Jesus is with you in your boat, in your crisis, you can still celebrate. Rest. It's a great thought, and I encourage you to own it today. Number two is you can celebrate relationship. See, in this passage, there was, I want you to think of the crowd on the shore. We read in this passage, really, a huge range of relationship the very intimate core disciples of Jesus and the distant crowd on the shore. There was the core, and there was the crowd. The core were intimate, close, had incredible proximity, incredible vulnerability, incredible relationship. And there was the crowd, distant, removed, isolated, observing, watching, if you like, even missing out. The crowd versus the core. The crowd versus the core had very different descriptions of their relationship with Jesus. How would you describe your relationship with God? How would you describe your relationship with our church? How would you describe your relationship in life with your work world, your home world? How would you describe your relationships? Are you a crowd type of person or are you a core type of person? Are you in the boat or are you watching the boat? See Psalm 68.6, it's one of my favourite passages and I believe speaks to a very core value belonging that we have as a church, that God sets the lonely in families. You are never at your best when you're isolated and you're never designed to be isolated. God has designed you to be in community and in connection to be part of the core. Really, we have to deal with the issues in our heart and soul and lives that cause us to be crowd people and not core people. The enemy works really hard to get you to stay on the shore, to build up the type of relationships that like that can keep you on the shore and watch a miracle happening from a distance and never experience it for yourself, where Jesus paid the price on the cross to break down all those walls so you no longer need to believe and live the lie that you are meant to be just part of the crowd. He wants to bring you incredibly close and intimate into deep, strong, permanent, eternal relationship with Him where you're not on the shore watching Him from a distance, but you're in the boat with Him in the middle of even a storm, still experiencing His love, grace and strength. I wanna encourage you today, if you are a crowd, it's time to deal with those things through Jesus and become core. It's time for your relationships to no longer be removed, isolated, distant, but to be a core believer in Jesus' Name. Number three, finally, we can celebrate rest in the storm, celebrate relationship in the storm, and because of Jesus, we can celebrate rescuing in the storm. Hey, nothing catches God by surprise. I think we know this if we understand the nature of God as the Alpha and Omega sees everything beginning to the end. He sees everything from eternity's perspective. Nothing catches God by surprise, but boy, oh boy, do things catch us by surprise. I think this night that even the storm caught even the Fishermen by surprise. See these men in the boat with Jesus, and I believe the men in the other boats that were sailing alongside the boat with Jesus, they're all experienced sailors. They were really good at reading the waves, reading the weather, reading the wind, reading it all. And they wouldn't have set out to sail if they had known that such a dangerous situation was about to present itself. But they set out and things were looking good. And it says, all of a sudden, a furious storm almost swamped their boats. It was sudden. For them it was unexpected and they desperately needed rescuing. So these were skilled men who all of a sudden, their circumstances required more of them than their skill. They couldn't, if you like, literally, they couldn't save themselves. They needed saving. When I was a young boy uh, and I would go to the beach with my family, my dad and I had, a, 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 I guess, a tradition or a ritual that every time I looked back at the shore and he was on the beach, he would put his hand up in the air and wave to me. And every time I saw it, I had to put my hand up out in the waves and wave back at him. And he was doing it for two reasons. Number one, so that he knew that I was keeping tabs and that I was always watching him. But he was also doing it so that I knew that he was watching me. It's doing it to understand the fact that at any stage, if I never waved back and I desperately needed help, that he was always watching and was ready to sprint down into those waves and rescue me. My dad was always watching. My dad would always rescue me. In the same way, in this passage, The disciples woke up Jesus, if you like. They put up their hand and said, Jesus, we need rescuing. And I really reckon Jesus could have given them a very much I told you so speech of, aren't you guys skilled fishermen? Aren't you guys the experts? Aren't you guys the ones who know everything? But he understood that circumstances had outbeaten their skill and their education and they literally couldn't save themselves. They needed saving. And it really is the perfect picture of the Gospel, it's a perfect picture of the nature of Jesus to humanity. All He says is, is, humanity, I'm watching. I've done everything I need to do on this cross. I've taken your sin, your pain, your shame, and I've died on the cross and broken the power of your mistakes, your mess, your guilt, your shame, and all you need to do is be honest with yourself and put up your hand and say, Jesus, I need rescuing. Today, if you haven't yet given your heart to Jesus, if you haven't yet put up your hand and you are dying in the waves, in the storm of sin and shame and guilt and regret and pain and mistakes, it just keeps crashing over you. You are stuck in the storm of sin. It's time for you to put up your hand and Jesus will run to you because He's always watching, ready to save maybe for whatever reason you were once saved by Jesus, but you've run back into your sin, you've run back into the storm, it's time for you to be honest again and say, Jesus, I need rescuing. Jesus, would you save me, help me? If you need to be included in the prayer, either for the first time or again, to put your hand up and say, Jesus, please rescue me from my sin. I wanna pray for you today. And remember, want you to understand that this is an eternal awesome, life-changing prayer, a life-changing moment from you. Would you join with me today? God, I thank you for my friends who are praying this for the first time or again to get their lives right with you, to put their hand up and say, Jesus, I need rescuing. Jesus, I need your grace. Jesus, would you pull me out of my sin, my shame, my mess? I thank you that you would fill their lives and hearts with your love, your grace and your purpose. In Jesus' Name, Amen. For us all, let's be honest. Storms happen. Let's be honest, storms happen and they will happen. For some of you, they are happening. But with Jesus in your boat, it's not something to be afraid of. With Jesus in your boat, you can celebrate rest. You can celebrate relationship and you can celebrate rescuing. You don't need to fall apart. God has a great plan and a great purpose for you. And I want to remind you of it today. And I hope your boldness is lifted. I hope your hope is lifted. I hope your celebration is lifted that in any situation, in any trial, any suffering, any storm, we can still celebrate rest, relationships and rescuing. Why? Not because of us, but because of Jesus. And I pray today that you would Navigate your storms, not from the shore avoiding them, not from a boat without Jesus in your own strength. You can navigate any storm, any challenge if you have Jesus in your boat. He's got a great plan and a great purpose for your life. In Jesus' name, God bless. Thanks for listening to our Impact Online podcast. We release a new episode every week and you can access all our podcasts, videos via our website. Visit impactchurch.me for lots of extra resource. We'll see you next time at Impact Online.